Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Sports and Other But Sports with Kent Sterling for Thursday, November 14th, 2019. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. 317-849-2933 is the number. But only dial it if you're interested in seeing the best dentist that has ever been, the great Dr. Mike O'Neill. All right, I want to talk about two things today. Number one, I want to talk about the Indiana Pacers. Everybody in the media is out at the Colts Complex to talk to Adam Vinatieri. Adam Vinatieri today said the same old, same old, said, you know, I got some things to work out, blah, 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 all this stuff that we have heard a million times before. I'm tired of the drama with Adam Vinatieri. I love Adam Vinatieri, and I appreciate the loyalty being shown to Adam Vinatieri by Chris Ballard and Frank Reich, but I just don't want to talk about it anymore. I want to watch Adam Vinatieri make field goals, make extra points, and prove Chris Ballard and Frank Reich correct in their assessment that this was a blip, a nine-game blip, and the last seven games of the regular season and the postseason, we're going to see Adam Vinatieri the way we're used to seeing him for the last 23 years, make pressure-filled kick after pressure-filled kick. All right, I, I wanted no more to do with that today. So I went to the Pacers practice because the Pacers have won seven of eight and they are playing exactly the kind of basketball that people in Indiana claim to love. All right. And yet that place is not filled. Bankers Life Fieldhouse. It is not going to be filled on Saturday night when the Milwaukee Bucks come to town. There is no national buzz about this game between the Pacers and the Houston Rockets. James Harden averaging like 38 points a game. The Pacers play team basketball. They share the basketball. All they want to do is win. Domas Sabonis playing the best basketball of his life. Malcolm Brogdon is unbelievable. TJ Warren does nothing but get buckets. We'll talk to TJ in just a few minutes. This is a team where everybody's pulling on the same end of the rope. And again, the same kind of basketball that people in Indiana purport themselves to be tightly linked to. I do not understand the radio and television silence about the Indiana Pacers. Because like I said, this is the kind of basketball that we are supposed to appreciate better than anybody else. In 49 states, it's just a game. But this is Indiana. Blah, nothing. No. 
If you love basketball, and if you know basketball better than anybody else in the world, and maybe there are some people in Indiana who do, you will love the Indiana Pacers. And that game tomorrow night against the Houston Rockets, must see TV, and then Saturday, get down to Bankers Life Fieldhouse and watch these guys play. It's team-first basketball on both ends. These guys are defending exceptionally well. And here's how you know they are. Because when Nate McMillan spoke to the media today, Nate McMillan's a happy man. Nate McMillan is not trying to make stuff up to placate the media. Nate McMillan's just telling the truth about how he feels about this team. So tomorrow night, no Miles Turner, no Jeremy Lamb, obviously no Victor Oladipo. Goga Patadza is going to be back. He's been in the, uh, the concussion protocol. The other guys, they're not available, and that doesn't bother me a bit because I think that this team has played really good basketball without Miles Turner. I'm not sure why that is. I don't like to speculate about why uh, subtraction turns into addition, but in the case of Miles Turner and the Indiana Pacers, I don't think that there's any doubt that the Pacers have played really well without him. They lost the first three games of the season with Miles Turner, Miles Turner in game four in the first quarter, he turns his ankle, and all of a sudden, the Pacers really, they shouldn't have won seven of their last eight. They should have won all eight because the referees screwed them in Charlotte. So that is Pacers basketball minus Miles Turner. Now against a team like the Rockets, against a team like the Bucks, maybe Miles Turner would be a force for good, and you need a guy like that to go to war against the upper echelon of the NBA and to be successful. We're going to find out whether those two guys can play on the floor together, but this we know. Without Miles Turner, Domas Sabonis is an all-star. He's averaging 20 and almost 14. That's where Miles or that's where Domas Sabonis is. He is among the elite in the NBA. Also among the elite in the NBA is Malcolm Brogdon. Brogdon is terrific. Now, the one thing that the Pacers haven't been able to do well is shoot threes and then uh, get to the line a whole bunch. Well, there are two reasons for that, and Nate McMillan addressed them today. You've got to have people who are feared by the defense in their ability to get to the rim in order to open up the floor and get guys open looks at threes. The Pacers, without Victor Oladipo, do not have that guy. And then, as far as being able to get to the foul line, you've got to be able to get to the rim, right? And the Pacers, like I said before, the, the explanation is the same for both, uh, both issues. If you can't get to the rim, you're not going to open up the floor for threes, and you're not going to wind up at the foul line. If you settle for jump shots, if that's your best uh, path to playing winning basketball and putting the ball in the bucket then you're not going to get to the line a lot. And so you had that game the other night where both teams combined to shoot 11 free throws. I've never seen that before. I don't think that we'll ever see it again. At least I hope we never see it again, despite the fact that I don't like watching people shoot free throws, especially with all the hand slapping between foul shots. Let's just get it going. Shoot the first. Give me the ball. I'm shooting the second. Let's do it just that quick, can we? That's a a topic for another day. Anyway, the Pacers, they deserve our attention, and so let's talk to the great T.J. Warren. T.J., what's the difference between you guys when you were 0-3 and you guys now winning seven of your last eight? Um, I just feel like the chemistry is starting to click a little bit. Um, Guys are slowing down. Guys see the game slowing down. 
Um, defensively, we're more engaged and sense of urgency on that side of the ball. Um, just got to keep it up. You guys are playing really good defense. You look at the analytics, and each of you guys individually doing really well. Is that is that scheme? Is that you guys just kind of playing at a higher level? What is that? I think it's more just communication that's translating on the court. Um, we're trusting each other. Um, we're talking. Um, just got to keep it consistent. Um, start to uh, just do it every day and then just build good habits with it. Does somebody drive that communication, or is that all five of you guys all being responsible for that communication? Yeah, everybody doing their part. You know, defense is um communication thing. Is everybody talking, um, knowing where we want to send guys, knowing other guys' tendencies, knowing what we want other teams to do, and just follow through with a game plan. Back to back, you got Harden one night, and then Giannis the other. How difficult is that? Um, it's not difficult. We just gotta come in and, and do what we know we can do. Um, the two great players. Um, we know that, so we just got to limit what they like to do and um, just play hard uh, for 48 minutes. Do you look forward to that kind of challenge more than maybe playing a team that doesn't present that kind of challenge? Absolutely. Whenever you can play against um, guys like that, um, guys are amber and ready to compete. And I think that's what makes our team. We just, we just love to play, love to play together and play hard. That's T.J. Warren. You know who else we talked to today? The always interesting Justin Holiday. Justin, what's the difference between the first three games of the season and the last eight where you guys have just been clicking off wins? Uh, one, more comfortable playing with each other. But the biggest thing is um, our defensive intensity. Like even in some of the games that we have one, you know, we can have like a tail of two halves when the first half will be soft and not do anything. The second half will come and play some defense. That's the main thing, man. We're playing defense together. One and then offensively, like I said, we're more comfortable with one another. So we understand what each, each person wants to do. As you see, we have a lot of different lineups um, playing together. Yeah. And I actually think Nate did a good job of mixing us up in camp. Because, you know, usually when you're with teams, like it's first team, second team, third team, and not really much mix. And he actually did a good job with us doing that. I don't know if he did that for that purpose or if it was just to see what lineups work. But uh, it's starting to work out for us well because we all know how to play with each other. The uh, it, There's a lot of quiet, right? Not a lot of national heat on you guys. You guys have won seven of eight. Locally, not so much heat. Do you guys like it quiet? I mean, I know I personally like things in life quiet, but national heat doesn't win games for you. doesn't mean anything. It doesn't matter. We win games, take care of business, and we win. That's what we're looking forward to. Uh, I don't, you know, we can win and do well and have all this stuff and not have national credit, and that, the national credit doesn't mean anything, as long as we win games. How do you guys look at a guy like James Harden, who's averaging almost 38? And Do you try to stop him, or you hope he gets tired? What do you do with a guy like Harden? All you do is try to you know, slow him down. Uh, you know, We have a game plan put in, like I'm sure every other team does, but you know, just try to slow him down, play defense the way we have been as a team, and you know, win the game. So that's about it. Has he got a weakness? Does he have a weakness? I mean, he does things very, very well. I don't know. I would necessarily say a weakness. Like it, that's not a word I would specifically use, but it's things that we want to have him do instead of others. You know, we would rather him obviously get other guys involved than him take over. Um, but a weakness is not a word I would use, I guess, with, with James. <laughs> That's Justin Holiday. I want to talk about college basketball because last night I saw the best team in the Big Ten. Ohio State, last night in Columbus, played Villanova. Villanova, the number 10 team in the nation, okay? This isn't some kind of a dreg team. This isn't somebody showing up in Columbus to get a paycheck. 
right? Ohio State kicked Villanova's ass on both ends of the floor. It was phenomenal. It was so much fun to watch. This was March-style basketball being played in November. I don't know what kind of team Ohio State's going to be come the end of February and beginning of March. I don't know what that's going to look like. If they stay healthy and they maintain this focus that they've got right now and they maintain this defensive presence, I think Ohio State's got a chance to win the Big Ten, and I think they got a chance to go to the Final Four. They got bigs. They got guards. They played great basketball against Jay Wright last night, and like I said, his number 10-ranked Wildcats, it was an absolute pleasure to watch this game. And despite an affinity for Chris Holtman, I mean, I really don't care what Ohio State does. It's utterly meaningless to me. And Villanova, of course, everybody likes Jay Wright. Jay Wright, one of the nicest guys in the coaching fraternity. We like both those head coaches. So we've really got no rooting interest in that game. And I only went there because there was nothing else on. I was waiting to watch Purdue. And so at 7 o'clock last night, we lock into Fox Sports 1 in the Gavit games. And there's Ohio State playing against Villanova. And from the jump, Ohio State came out and absolutely dominated that game, both physically and psychologically. And it was utterly fascinating and joyous to watch that kind of basketball. And, you know, as we've watched Indiana play against three teams that are looking for a check, and rightly so, I'm not busting on Indiana for the schedule that they put together. The schedule they put together, they put it together for a reason. Guys like Armand Franklin and Trace Jackson Davis are going to figure out how to play college basketball the best they can through this month of November. And then when they start playing real games in December, They're going to be better prepared. I think that the schedule is just what it should be. So I'm not busting on the schedule. But I am busting on the level of play from Indiana during the first 10 minutes of the first half. They don't play well. They don't play with focus. They look like maybe they just got off the bus, like they were caught in traffic on their way to the arena and just put their clothes on at about 6.57 and ran out onto the floor and said, okay, let's go. And it took them 10, 12, 15 minutes to warm the hell up. The other night against North Alabama, they were tied at 28 late in the first half. That's unacceptable, man. You got to come out and you got to play hard from the jump. And we've seen this with Archie Miller, Indiana teams, right? We've seen this. So what I'm saying is that the 3-0, and you kind of get a little excited about it. And you say, you know what, they're, yeah, they're beating bad teams, but they're beating them handily, right? You know, 95-71 or, or 91-65, whatever. Indiana looks pretty good when they get it rolling. But what you've got to do to win in the Big Ten, you've got to get it rolling for 40 minutes. You've got to get it rolling every possession. And Indiana has not shown an ability, a consistent ability, to start games with focus. The only guy on the floor during the first five minutes of the game against North Alabama who looked like he came to play at all was Trace Jackson Davis, who was really good 20 and 8 the other night. They're going to play against Troy Saturday night. And the thing that I think Archie Miller has got to hammer home with these guys is we got to start like we're ready to play. We are locked in from 20 minutes left in the first half like Ohio State was the other night or when we play Ohio State during Big Ten play, they are going to kick our asses, and it's going to be 20-2 to before we even work up a sweat. So 
We better figure out how to play 40 minutes and do it consistently with focus or the Big Ten season is not going to be a hell of a lot of fun for the Indiana Hoosiers. I think they got the talent to be good, but they have got to come with some kind of measure of psychological wherewithal and competitiveness for every possession of a game or else teams like Ohio State, like I said, going to run them absolutely out of the gym. Purdue was not good last night. Uh, actually, they were not good the last 25 minutes of the game. The first 15 went really well for the Boilermakers. They were up 40-22, to 22, right, in their game last night at Marquette. And then Marquette decided to play a little bit, and Purdue decided, well, we're up by 18. What kind of bad stuff could happen? Well, what kind of bad stuff could happen is that they didn't get a field goal didn't score one single field goal in the last six minutes of that game. They only scored three points. So they went from being up, I believe that they were up 52-50 or 53-51, something like that. They got beat 65-55, and that was really a tale of two games. Purdue went from playing very well to playing very, very poorly, and they paid the price last night. They are now 1-2 and with losses to Texas and at Marquette, and that's no way to start a season. I'm loving it, though. College basketball season, absolutely the best. Congratulations to Ball State last night, who ran UIC out of the gym, as they should. Evansville with that great win the other night over Kentucky. College basketball season's here. Is there any better time of year in central Indiana than right now? And especially with the Pacers playing well. Indiana, undefeated, whatever that means. Butler, undefeated. We don't quite know what that means either. This is a sweet spot in time for sports fans right here. That's Sports Nothing But Sports. Tomorrow morning, Breakfast with Ken on Facebook Live at 8 o'clock, 8.15 on Periscope Live. It's a show so nice we do it twice. I can't wait to preview the Cathedral New Pal regional game that's going to be played at New Pal tomorrow night. All kinds of things going on this weekend. Pacers, like I said, at Houston. You got Saturday basketball. You got IU playing Penn State. Penn State's going to be angry because they just came off a defeat at Minnesota. Let's go Hoosiers. Let's go Boilers. Let's go Bulldogs. Let's go Pacers. And then Sunday, we got the Colts. Please, dear God, let Adam Vinatieri hit all his kicks. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Join me. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.